The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. A dispute arose among the apostles which of them was to be regarded as the greatest. And Jesus said to them, The kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, and those in authority over them are called benefactors. But not so with you. Rather, let the greatest among you become as the youngest, and the leader as one who serves. For which is the greater, one who sits at table or one who serves? Is it not the one who sits at table? But I am among you as one who serves. You are those who have continued with me in my trials. As my Father appointed a kingdom for me, so do I appoint for you, that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom, and sit on thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. The Gospel of the Lord. As we celebrate today the feast of St. Thomas Becket, who died and gave his life uh, for the faith, killed within the cathedral, um, we look to the strength of the martyrs, those who are able to stand for the faith, and we look to them in the gospel today to the source of that strength. And so the gospel that we are given by the church today is taken from Luke's Uh, Luke's Gospel, chapter 22, and this scene arises within the context of the Last Supper. And so what has happened is the Lord has given himself to his disciples in Holy Communion. There has been a dispute as well about who will betray him. And so the Lord is manifesting not only the sufferings that he will go through, but the sufferings that he is enduring interiorly. He is enduring the interior trial not only of the sufferings of soul that he is taking upon himself, but also that acute suffering that comes from betrayal. Betrayal is one of the worst sufferings that anyone can undergo. And I think anyone who has ever undergone a type of betrayal would agree with that. Because while certain sicknesses and other violence might affect the flesh and the body, betrayal has a particular power to tear apart the interior, the soul, and the heart of a person. And so betrayal, as Scripture says, the betrayal of a friend is a sorrow unto death. And so while the Lord is undergoing this interior sorrow, that he will be betrayed by one of his friends, so his then disciples are arguing about who is the greatest. While he is telling them about his future sufferings that will be coming, they are arguing about the glory that they will share. While he was speaking about his trials and difficulties that are not only in the future but are present to him in the interior sorrows that he is carrying in his heart, they are not concerned for him, they are concerned for themselves. And so the Lord in his mercy, always trying to correct what is wrong in our interiors, always trying to sanctify his apostles and his disciples whom he loves, he then gives them this beautiful teaching. He's calling them back 
from that movement towards pride and reminding them that it is towards humility that we must be oriented. He's calling them away from this temptation to govern, govern with pomp and circumstance and calling them to serve in humility. And again, what the Lord asks of us is nothing that he himself has not done. He never asks us to do anything that he has not done. And so when he tells us that it is better to serve, it is because he serves. When he tells us not to lord power and authority over others, it is because he did not do that. When he came from heaven with all of the authority and omnipotent power of God, he came as a humble child. When he exercised his rule and governance on this earth, it wasn't by sword or by war, it was by love and by service. And so he calls them to remember this by looking towards his own example. They are within the context of the Last Supper. Not only has God humbled himself and taken flesh and become man, but he has gone even further in this great act of love, instituting the sacrament of his love, where he humbles himself even beyond the incarnation so that he can remain with us in the form of bread and wine. He humbles himself to give himself to us in the Eucharist. And so this one who served his apostles and his disciples all those years ago continues to serve his church, continues to feed us at his banquet, all of us who come to sit, at, if you will, at the table of the Mass and receive from the Lord who feeds us with this heavenly food, a food which is himself. The banquet upon which we feast is the Lord. We consume him at this banquet. He is not only the one who serves, but the one who is consumed. That is his humility. That is the extent of his love. That is the extent of his service. All of the martyrs draw strength from the sacrifice of Christ. That is what gives their own sacrifice of their life merit. It is not a meritorious act if it is not animated by the love of God. And that love of God comes to us through Christ's own sacrifice, the graces that he has merited for us, which then gives us the power to align and to uh, link our own sufferings with his so that they can become meritorious. And this is not just necessarily in the great acts of martyrdom, but in the daily small acts of dying to ourself as we slowly die to our own will every day in little things, as we slowly give up what it is that we want and take on what the Lord wants. This is the dying that we are called to. And it might appear to be insignificant, but all of us know how hard it is to die to the little things. It seems to be a great act, but it is not. It is just because of our own will is always at war against the will of God. And it is a slow process of our bringing our will into alignment with his own will. And that can only be done by his grace. And so he calls us in that process of purification to die to ourselves in the little things so that we will then be faithful in greater things. And the strength that we receive in order to do this, to die with Christ, comes from our assimilation with his own death, being here at the Mass, 
where we are united to the passion, the death, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. This is the source of strength for the martyrs. This is the source of strength for us. And this is where we learn not to rule with pomp and circumstance, but to govern as Christ did, through service, love, and humility. Amen.